Welcome to the Cycling BC podcast, where we connect you to members of the cycling community to discuss events, training, nutrition, racing, and just about everything that has anything to do with cycling. I'm your host, Jarek, from the team at Cycling BC, and in this very first episode of our podcast, I had the pleasure of talking to Isabella Bertold and Laura Brown of Instafund La Prima Racing, a women's UCI Continental professional cycling team based in Vancouver. They discuss with me their new book, First Race, and share their sage advice for getting you to your first race. So here it is, our very first episode. Uh, I appreciate you guys taking the time to sit and chat with me about your awesome new book, which I've had the time to read now, go, go through. It's really, really well done. So congratulations on getting that out. Thank you. And thanks, thanks for the chat and taking the time for this as well. So, so before, before I get into the book, I, I have some questions about the team and what your season would have looked like if COVID hadn't interrupted everything. So what, what, what would have, have looked like, I guess, from the middle of March till now? And Yeah, Laura, yeah. do you want to answer this question? Sure. Well, so we got one race under our belt. We were lucky that we went to California for team camp and then we did the tour of Murrieta so that was our first and final race so far but yeah. after Murrieta we would have done the three Redlands Joe Martin and tour of Gila those were three big races for us right um, and then Winston-Salem got to know we'd be we'd have a small crew at Tulsa Tough I think this past weekend getting ready for nationals right. Super Week um so now did you guys get to do any of those races virtually no we Zwift or anything like that no. we didn't we opted out and actually the gila was only offered for men it, I, I, I red redland was only men yeah gila they added a women's group and then i think joe martin is doing one soon like soon, this yeah. week or next week um but our, most of our riders don't have smart trainers, so right. we can't actually do the swift, the real swift races. We can do right. them for fun, but uphill and downhill is a little awkward in swift without a smart trainer. Right, right. Cool. And you can't buy one. They're like yeah. they're sold out worldwide. Yeah. yeah, smart trainers and bikes are the new toilet paper, they say, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so um, I guess getting into, into the book, how, how did the whole idea come about so we had sort of two big community initiatives planned for this year um, really focused on supporting women and getting more women comfortable um, on their bikes in a pack setting with maybe the end goal of having some of them give racing a try um, and the first one of that was actual skills clinics um, with our riders geared towards sort of like one night would have been a drop in on cornering. Um, and obviously we couldn't do that right now because of the, the, the restrictions. And uh, the other one was a, an actual buddy program for women who were going to their first race, um, pairing them with a, with a rider that was either in town and doing that race or having the rider go out to the race. Um, talking, talking with the new racer ahead of time, sort of helping them answer questions meeting them at sign on, showing them how to pin their numbers. Uh, this is how you warm up. 
this is where you stage and then chatting to them after the race as well. Um, just to sort of give them that friendly face at their first race and help them through some of it. And uh, obviously there's no races right now. So right. Um, we thought, what, what could we do to still share some of that knowledge and help encourage women to maybe give their first race a try uh, when, when COVID sort of passes and things return to normal. Um, and so that, that's where this book, book came from and the idea for it sort of came about. And originally we were just going to do a PDF version and then thought the photos are so pretty. We have, we have to print this. <laughs> we, yeah, can't, the, we can't not, not print these beautiful photos. Yeah. That's one of the, the things I love about the, the, the book. Well, I ordered the PDF document and the, cause I wanted to get it right away. And yeah. The photos are amazing. Do you guys have uh, a dedicated team photographer that goes out to the races and follows you guys around, or who are the, photo um, the photos by? I think yeah. I think it's mentioned at the back of the book. The, the yeah, the, the photos are uh, are taken by a gentleman named Drew Coleman. He lives down in Portland, um, and he he just loves taking photos of bike racers and telling the story stories behind each racer um, beyond just this is a person riding their bike really fast. Um, and so we had him out at our team camp and he was supposed to follow the team to most of our races um, and also show a little bit more about the behind the scenes, sort of the, the traveling side, what happens at a house in the evening after a long day of racing, <laughs> like the, the social interactions or the lack right. thereof as well. And sort of really bring people into the team a little bit and, um, so obviously we, we miss having him around right now, He's stuck on the other side of the border, but. Um, well, the photos are beautiful and amazing. I'll be sure to, to check them out. So what was the whole process like for writing and developing and creating this project, this book? Laura, I'll let you, you answer this one. <laughs> well, like kudos to Isabella. This is her brainchild and, and passion project and so we kind of chunked it out. We thought, okay, there's so much we want to teach and there's so many things that, you know, we want to share and questions. So how do we provide this, you know, not a novel that's this thick, but something that's really succinct. So we kind of decided these are the really important things we want to get across and then decided, well, what stories should we get the athletes to tell? Like from an athlete point of view, Let's get them to share what's in my bag. Lizzie Jin, Elizabeth Jin does such an amazing shot, you know, with her, her gear all laid out and right. labeled and everything. And so it was, it was really interesting also too, to see the creativity of the athletes, um, but get them to tell some story of stories of how they get ready for racing. And then Sean Clark and I, who are the sports directors, filled in stuff about skills and we have a coaching background. So these are the things you can work on and so kind of a collaboration amongst the entire team uh, which was a pretty fun project especially when nobody was racing and right kind of get us thinking together did you have to decide who was going to write what certain parts or assign certain sections to certain racers or certain team members yeah so we wanted it to not be super discipline specific so we got Claire Cameron, who does a lot of track racing to, and road and gravel and cross and everything. But okay, let's take 
Claire's perspective of what's in her track bag. So we got her to do that. And um, someone like Essa, who has such an incredible, interesting story of her first race, kind of get her to tell that. So kind of picking and choosing um, who we wanted to say what. Um, but yeah, create more of a holistic package. And we have such an incredible team and, and women come from such different backgrounds that I think, yeah. I mean, I would have loved to have 12 different stories in the book. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. that's, one, that's one of the things I enjoyed about the, the book is this, the diversity of the individuals on the team in, in kind of their personalities and age even. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's some humor in the book too. I noticed <laughs> that, that was, that was fun. And you mentioned Esta. One of the things I, I, that kind of stuck out to me in the book was a, a quote from her, um, in, in her little story talking about positioning. And I wrote it down is embrace the race safely in the pack, staying smooth and calm safely in the back is a misnomer it is also a recipe for a slow solo trading ride <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you think about that because as a as as a beginner who might be interested in racing you i i would think that you'd want to find safety in the back of the pack and you don't want to put yourself out there what do you what do you think about her experience in in saying that would you would you second it? Would you have the same kind of feelings about, you know, don't, don't find security in the back as you're going to be on your own? Yeah, I think that's, um, people think the back is the safest, but that's usually where all the crashes happen. Okay. And so always try and encourage riders to get, like, I'd rather see you on the front than hanging off the back, right? Like get in the race, get in the action, but it's also scary and it requires skill. So there's that missing link of, okay, get in the middle of the pack, but okay, well, how do I do that? Like, how do I follow a wheel? How do I become comfortable with people around me? So saying, yes, get in the race, but then here's some skills you can work on to feel comfortable doing that. But yeah, definitely tail gunning. uh, That's yeah. Usually where you crash and then the yo-yo effect. So in a crit, you know, the people at the front are taking the corner at full speed. And by the time you get to wheel 50, you're fully braked, taking the turn, chasing back on every time. It's, it's not really efficient by gracing. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, you more likely to get dropped. You don't have anyone behind you. You know, you look back and <laughs> you're the last wheel. It's like, okay, <laughs> you're on your own now. <laughs> now we all learned a- it the hard way. We all learned that one the hard way. Now that was that was in the little section where she talks about her first race. What were your guys' first race and what did you take from that experience? Yeah. Um well I think probably the funny my my first race in my mind in the moment um was actually the Valley Fondo, which now I appreciate that a fondo is not a race um at all so i think that was sort of the first thing that i learned and but i i crashed in that race um because somebody threw their water bottle in front of me and i ran over it (laughs) and wiped out um so i i think that was sort of a a first awareness of just bike handling and 
that you need to work on to feel comfortable in a pack. Uh, but my first actual race was actually the same spring series race that was Esta's first race. Um, we both started riding together and um, I, I echo a lot of Esta's stories of don't start at the back, just like start at the front and embrace it. Um, try to feel comfortable. And I think the, the biggest thing is know that people actually want to help you. And so when somebody's yelling at you to get on that wheel in front of you, like, yes, they're yelling at you because they really want you to speed up because they don't have the strength to go around you and then also not get dropped. But they're also trying to help you and tell you, you need to be riding closer to the person in front of you. I keep trying. Um, and I was, yeah, I was blown away at how welcoming people were actually and wanted to help and how like you stop at the finish line and like Esta and I gave each other hugs for making it to the finish line, <laughs> even though we were, I think we were like a laugh behind everybody when we finished. Um, like we, it was like the two of us and nobody else. <laughs> did you guys, did you guys know each other already? Uh, we race? had done like one uh, learn to ride clinic together. Um, and we kind of knew each other there and it's like, it's kind of crazy to think that we both started racing together at that super rainy spring series race. <laughs> and now we're together on a team and like we've raced all over North America together. So it's kind of, kind of cool to see that. Laura. What, what about you, Laura? What about me? Do you remember uh, your first race and what you took away from that experience? So I was 14, I guess. And I came from a gymnastics background and I didn't even know biking was a sport. It's not something we followed as a family or even did as a family. And so I knew absolutely nothing. And you just show up. I wore underwear under my family. <laughs> 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 and it was, this was in Alberta. So we had a Cat 5 field and there was hardly any women. So the cat five was mostly master men, like 60 plus master men and then 14 year old girl and, and maybe another two other women. And I remember just, I was dropped instantly. Okay. Like they said, okay, go. And then it was just, they were gone. So like, Oh, and I just rode around alone. <laughs> this, this is really not fun. <laughs> like, How like, how, how did you even get signed up for the race? Uh, I joined a youth, a junior cycling program. Okay. And it was just, you know, one of those races that everybody does. I think it right. was the Ardrossan stage race, if I remember correctly. So it was just the thing that you did. But there was no learn to ride. There was no learn to race. Like, no one told me what to expect. And I was just, it was raining. Yeah. I was like, this isn't fun. I don't want to do this again. <laughs> Um, so what made, you come, what made you come back? My mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you have to try again. <laughs> okay, yeah. mom. And then it stuck, you know, and I, that was, that was 20 years ago. Yeah. Almost. And I think it was mentioned in the book and it was actually written quite beautifully is the, the first race, you always take, I think the idea was you always take something from your last race. It's, an, it's like an ongoing learning experience. 
you know, your first race is just uh, a learning tool for your second race. And you always learn something from your last race that you take with you into the next one. So uh, you guys covered racing or introduction to, to racing quite well in the book, covering everything from preparation to the helpful tips with, with pinning your, your race number, race bib on your, your jersey, all sorts of uh, fun little tidbits like that. So that was fun to, to go through. Um, uh, as well, another section of the book covers like the types of skills that you should maybe work on um, entering your first race. And you both mentioned um, learn to ride. So for, for somebody that might just be riding their bike on their own, doesn't ride with a, the group or anything like that, what are some other tips or suggestions you guys might have to get somebody to their first race and, and build some of those skills to, to make them feel more confident? I would say join a club or sign up for a clinic and and if you're nervous like get some of your friends to do it with you because I think there's just so much it has to be fun and it has to be enjoyable and it has to be safe to try new things so I would say don't go at it alone like try and get a girl gang together or just find a good club or I run clinics sometimes of you know find clinics that that you think will help and then through Cycling BC and Escape Velocity, they offer Learn to Ride and Learn to Race. And I would definitely recommend that. I know, Isabella, do you have anything else? Yeah. Um, like, like I said before we started, I ride a lot by myself. Um, and I, I, I don't think I would suggest anybody tries and go, does a race without having been on a few group rides. Like even if it is just with three or four of your friends out just getting comfortable knowing like how close you want to be to somebody's wheel um like having them touch you as well i i got super spooked the first few times people would like touch my butt <laughs> and <laughs> it wasn't for any reason other than just to tell me that they're there but like i would spook and i'd wobble a little bit and so all of that just makes you you seem a lot safer in a pack if you are comfortable with that. So just riding with some friends makes a difference. And also like if you do get super into racing, one thing I've definitely learned over the last two years is it just, like you keep having to relearn the same skills, but in different situations. So you might get really comfortable riding in a pack in cat four. And then when you move up to cat three, it's a little bit different again. So you have to sort of relearn how to ride in that type of a pack. Um, and then you move up to cat two and it's the same thing all over again. So you sort of keep learning the same skill, but in different situations over and over and over again. So I've, I've taken those, those notes and I have the book and I've gotten a group of friends together and we wanna sign up for our first race. Do you have any races that you can think of in mind that actually, before I ask this question, um, is there a particular type of race that might be easier for a first timer, um, whether it's discipline or like a road race versus a crit? Well, what are your thoughts on that? I would say criterium. I think the Tuesday night crits here in Vancouver are just a fabulous way to learn because they happen every Tuesday and there's a local crit Thursday. Like you could do two races a week all spring, summer, if you wanted. 
so rather than waiting for you know a big real race on the weekend also you get dropped a lot like a lot so if you sign up for a three-hour road race and you're dropped after 20 minutes that's a long time right you're just riding around alone so with the criterium 20 minutes up to 45 minutes i just think the learning curve is steeper too because you go faster so you're learning how to corner the pack is tighter and you just get to try something new every week and you get to like we said take something you learned and you don't have to wait very long you wait a week and you can apply it again that's a good point I was going to disagree with you <laughs> and say, I'm really, I'm really happy that I started with a spring series road race. Yeah. Um, Cause they're like crits are so like full gas right from go. Like everyone's just going as hard as they can because they are shorter. So if you're still missing the, some of the fitness aspect of a race, the longer races start a little bit slower. So you can actually hang in a little bit more. Um, and then you do get dropped and you do ride around by, your, by yourself. But I actually found that I would end up riding with like four or five other women. And I actually got to know them as well by being dropped a lot right. behind everybody else. Um, and it created some fun bonds mm -hmm. um, that like we're still friends now and still riding together. Um, so I think that and it, it sort of, it forces you to do some of those longer training rides that when you're new to racing, maybe you don't realize you need to ride that long when you're out training um, and you're newer to it. So it, it sort of got my, my kilometers up a little bit in, in an unintended way. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Nice, Crits okay. are really fun. They're just really hard all the time. Whereas <laughs> the road, road races are a little longer and people go a little bit easier. Right. Well, I appreciate both perspectives and um, you guys mentioned a couple things, or you guys both mentioned being dropped. Now, is getting dropped inevitable? Is it going to happen to everybody? Oh, yeah. 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 It happens all, even like all the time. And even if you watch the Tour de France, people get dropped. Like right. it's, it's part, of, part of the sport, I think. And it doesn't mean that you're not strong enough or fit enough. Uh, it's just like a normal part of it. <laughs> Cool. I, I guess that's encouraging for people that might be a little bit nervous about stepping up to the, the start line and, and thinking about the possibility of that happening. It does happen to everybody. So that's, it's good to know. <laughs> now the other, I guess one of the other fears that first timers might have about entering a race is the crashing component. Is that an inevitable reality or is that avoidable unfortunately inevitable okay yeah you're gonna fall down and yeah. you're gonna be okay like most of the time everything's okay it's right for me personally it's the the thought of crashing that i'm afraid of more than actually getting some road rash right you know so accepting that it's gonna happen but it's gonna be okay and to not let that fear get in the way of racing your bike, like hanging out at the back again, right? And you're seeing all the pileups in front of you. It's just reinforcing that, oh, this is kind of scary. But if you can get over that fear a little bit and actually get in the bike race, you're going to see less crashes. You're going to be involved with less crashes. You're going to be surrounded by more skilled riders generally. The closer to the front you are, 
Um, so you can definitely prevent them a lot of the time just by where you are in the pack, but also your, your skill level. And like Isabella said, there's a lot of touching and bumping and just getting comfortable with that. Right. And you can bump a lot without falling down, but trying to practice those skills outside of a bike race is really important. Um, but yeah, I suggest everyone has a first aid kit of Tegaderm at home. I still have one. I'm retired yeah. and I still have a <laughs> Tegaderm. I still fall down. Um, I guess one of the other things that I wanted to ask about is, you know, you, Laura, you mentioned at the beginning, you wanted to include, you know, kind of the key, key points about stepping up to your, your first race in this book. But was there anything that you wish you could have included, but may not have necessarily had time for in this, maybe in this first edition of uh, first race that you would have liked to, to, to maybe include next time or? Well, my skill section that I wrote draft was like this long. Okay. <laughs> so like a whole book on just skills probably. Uh, but I think maybe a bit more of the mechanics stuff, I think. Oh yeah. Because, you know, when I work with some women that, say I'm afraid to ride, they've told me they're afraid to ride alone or they're afraid to go out of a 10K bubble from their house because they're afraid of getting a flat or something happening to their bike and being stranded is like heartbreaking because to me cycling is, is freedom. And right. so to be bound by that, I would love to include more of that and teach more of just empower women to take care of their equipment and fix their bikes and feel like they can go out on big adventures and be self-sufficient, which again, might be a whole nother book. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And that stuff is definitely better taught in person. Right. And then learning hands-on. That's all I can think of the top of my okay. head. I, I think I have a lot I I'd like to teach. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot more secrets. Yeah. I don't know if Isabella has any more insights of my brain dump of everything. <laughs> yeah. I think, uh, like if I had all, all the time in the world, um, I would have loved to have every rider share their first race story. And we have been sharing some of them through video clips now from the riders. Um, Cause I think the more you hear about what other people went through, it just makes it a little bit less scary to know, Hey, this person went through the same thing and they're fine. <laughs> like they survived, yeah. they're still racing. Um, and then I think also breaking it down into like my first bondo my first time trial my first crit because it get even a crit and a road race are so different and like how you prepare for it and what kind of training you even need to do to do one or the other is quite different um and i think that there might be some people that really want to do crit but they maybe never want to do a road race or they only want to do a time trial because they want to just be on the road by themselves and just giving people a little bit more discipline specific information um they definitely like we have riders that are so focused on some things from like cycle cross to track that they could they have so much knowledge in their brain it'd be it'd be fun to pull that all out and put it onto paper oh yeah maybe maybe enough for volume two then at some point <laughs> <in time. laughs> so on that note are there any other projects or any little things that you guys are as a team are, are working on. Laura, do you want to answer that? <laughs> I don't know how much we're allowed to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> say as much as, as you're comfortable saying. Some, yeah, we definitely have some things happening in the background. And so oh, yeah. stay tuned. 
uh, sort of a little top secret still right now, All but right. Uh, we'll, we'll keep you posted and we'll we'll give you a heads up before we put anything up on on social media. Awesome. Always leave them wanting more. Right? You guys are doing a good <laughs> job. Nice. So um, on that note, what's the best way for people to grab that first race? Yeah, um, the, the easiest way is just to go on to the chimp link that's on our Instagram, it's on our website, um, make a donation through there, you get a tax receipt as well. Uh, and then in there you type whether you want a PDF copy or a hard copy and PDF you get it pretty quickly. Uh, I go through once a day and make sure everyone gets some sent and hard copies. Uh, Go in the mail if you're outside of BC and in BC, we try and do a, a delivery to your door uh, by bike from one of the riders. So um, they, they come pretty quick, sometimes weather dependent. Right. Of course. Very nice. Yeah, I got mine within I think, a couple hours or something. So thank you for that. Um, so that's about all I wanted to ask about the book. Very thrilled that you guys were able to put that out for everybody in the community to get more women and people out there. Uh, racing when it comes time to be able to to step up to the start line again and, and start racing which hopefully won't be for for too long um, so we have this as a resource now to be able to point people to as cycling bc obviously we want more and more people getting into cycling more women getting into cycling and racing so thank you for that guys you're welcome yeah. thanks you're for welcome. the chat thanks guys have a great day appreciate it Thanks for the support. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Well, there it is. It's a wrap on our very first Cycling BC podcast. We hope you enjoyed the conversation and helpful tips from Laura Brown and Isabella Bertold of the Instafund La Prima race team. Be sure to pick up their book, First Race, on their website at laprimaracing.com. We're looking forward to producing more episodes across a variety of different topics related to cycling, so be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at CyclingBC, or visit our website at cyclingbc.net for updates. We want to thank you for taking the time to listen to our very first episode, and we want to give you an opportunity to win a CyclingBC bike jersey. All you have to do is post on social media that you listened to the first episode of the podcast and mention or tag us in your post at CyclingBC. And that's it. You'll be automatically entered and we will choose a random winner at the end of the month. Thank you for listening. Be safe and enjoy the ride.